Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Catch Productions and welcome to the 47th ever episode of Aiden on Anchor. The show where I talk to you about my life story as well as my journey with this cool little app called Anchor. I'm recording this on March 5th, 2020 at 5.16pm and this is the last episode of March. I've recorded all the other ones, they're all uploaded and ready to go and as soon as I finish this one, all of Aiden on Anchor in March, you'll have an episode a week on time, scheduled, and that'll make me so happy. Hope you all have been enjoying them. Hope you all have had fun. I think March has probably been one of the strongest months for Aiden on Anchor. I feel like everything I've talked about this month has been like really cool or really interesting. And I hope that I can end it off with a bang by talking about today's subject for the show. We're going to be talking about 10 things, 10 things that will improve your YouTube videos today, not tomorrow. Not next week, not next month. These are 10 tips, 10 ideas, 10 things to put in your brain uh, that should help you upgrade the quality of your videos, the consistency of your videos, the look of your videos, all these sort of things. They can be big ideas and big concepts, but they can also be like little small micromanaging things. So yeah, I'm really happy about this list. I wrote it all down on a Google Doc, and I'm going to go through each point one by one in kind of a, a top 10 list kind of fashion. Only uh, all of them are equally important, and there's no number one. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's the concept. Hopefully, this uh, episode provides a lot of value to any of you uh, YouTubers out there, people working on the craft. I'll also talk about how each of these 10 things have helped improve my content as well. So, hopefully, that'll be interesting. But, yeah, without any further ado, let's get into the list. 10 things that will improve your YouTube videos today. Number one, batch record. What is batch recording? So when people usually record a video, they record the one video and then they edit it and then they upload it. They typically have like a one video at a time work schedule, which is fine for some people. But if you produce a lot of the same content over and over again and you have a schedule, uh, whether that's daily or weekly or whatever, it can be kind of hard to record a video that day and upload it that day. It can be very stressful and you might not have all the energy that day. So the idea of batch recording is to record a bunch of episodes back to back to back and then edit them at your own pace and upload them at your own pace. That's going to save you so much time and make your life so much easier when you can just record them all in a batch. That's why I did with Aiden on Anchor. I just talked about it in the opening of this podcast. I batch recorded a lot of the March episodes and edited them at my own pace and uploaded them on time. And it was so much better than having to record them that day or that week. Uh, because who knows, life is crazy and you can't always predict it. But if you batch record, you can be ahead of the curve, ahead of the game. It's a great idea. All right, number two, pay attention to your environment. And not only your environment, but you yourself. Uh, typically, when people are looking at you on camera, they're noticing a couple of things. They're noticing you, the person, right? That's what they're connecting with. But they're also noticing the environment behind you. And a lot of people are very unintentional with what they show on camera, whether that includes themselves or their environment. And I think you can really improve the quality of your videos if you start being intentional. If you start paying attention to what is behind you and to what you look like, you can start making your videos a lot more visually interesting uh, if you're on camera. So what do I mean by this? Well, for you yourself, uh, shower. <laughs> before you record, put on some nice clothes before you record, kind of treat it like a job interview. Because let's face it, you're broadcasting yourself to a lot of people. You want to kind of look up to standard. You want to kind of put your best foot forward. I most certainly have recorded videos where I look like utter ass and utter garbage. And man, do I regret them. 
because I, I, I can only imagine the type of impression I'm putting off on people when I look like a fucking train wreck who just got out of the bed uh, when I could have just taken 10 to 15 minutes to like brush my hair or look a little nicer or all that sort of stuff. As far as your environment is concerned, be intentional about the type of things that you show in the background. If you're filming in your room, make up your bed. Please don't show your laundry. Be sure the wall is all nice. Be sure there's nothing distracting. Uh, I remember filming the Sploder show and I would have my couch, but there was like a, a speck of something on the wall and people would constantly comment, what's that on the wall? What is that on the wall? And I would never mess with it at all because I was tired of the comments. But like the second I got rid of it, it looked a lot better. You know, I'm just going to be honest. Um, and get creative with what you have in your environment. Like, make sets. Build things. Get creative. Maybe you want to put your show uh, and have your video game bookshelf in the background. Or show your consoles or your books. Or maybe you want to film outside. Just, if there's something in the shot, in the composition. You know how filmmakers, like, uh, use the word composition to describe what the scene looks like and how it's built together? Uh, think about that for your YouTube videos, you know? Think about things like lighting, what you put in there. It can really go a long way to showing that you care and that you're a bit more professional with your craft. All right, number three, visual interests. So this one is a, is a more recent concept, and it kind of uh, confuses a lot of people when I talk about it. So let me be pretty clear. The idea of visual interest is to be sure that at all points in your video, what you're showing on screen or visually, what you're showing on screen is interesting. And a lot of people, when they typically film videos, they'll film for 10 minutes of them talking directly to a camera, and that's it. That is not visually interesting. Or some people, they'll record a Let's Play, where it's just 10 minutes of gameplay, no cuts, no edits, no nothing. That is not visually interesting. Or they'll do a show, uh, or a video essay, where they'll show what they're talking about and nothing else for 10 minutes. That is not visually interesting. The idea of visual interest is to spice up what you're showing on screen and to interchange them so often that the viewer is never visually bored of what's happening. Let me explain a good way of doing that. My show Back to the Video Games is a video game review show. The main shot, what you see the most of in the show, is me in front of a green screen background talking about the game. But if I showed that for 30 minutes, people would click off the video. So thankfully, there are other things. Sometimes I'll show gameplay and cut to just gameplay. Sometimes I'll show B-roll, showing maybe the game or the controller, stuff like that. Sometimes I'll put text on the screen. Sometimes I'll throw in an animation or a transition or cut to a bit or anything like that. And what I'm doing here is I have all these visual elements, right? And I'm making sure that none of them overstay their welcome. I'm making sure none of them go on for too long. And I'm changing it up. I tell, I'm telling you, if you want people to not be bored of your videos and not click off, mastering the rule of visual interest is the first step to being sure that you can get more watch time in general. And I'm still learning this myself. I'm still trying to find ways to keep things visually interesting and to not just have me talking for 10 minutes in front of a camera. Uh, but I'm getting better at it, and I hope a lot of you guys would, would implement that as well. Because 10 minutes of the same shot over and over again is boring. You got to change things up visually. Learn how to edit. I swear to God. It's not that hard. You can do it. All right. Number four, cut more crap. You would be surprised at how many YouTube videos I watch. Not for my group specifically, 
but a lot of people that I've checked out in, in small YouTuber forums and stuff like that, well, they're, well, they post the video and I watch it and it's 30 minutes and none of it's edited down at all. Even the silence, uh, even the parts that don't matter, uh, even the, the mistakes, they keep it all in and they just show the whole 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> That's boring. <laughs> it's boring. Nobody want to watch. Nobody wants to watch thirty minutes of the entire thing, and it's not cut down, and it's not like it's got to be presentable to people. So typically, uh, when we're starting out and we're recording videos, we think that everything we say is important, and everything that we record is important and has to be in the video. This is not the case. I learned very on, uh, very early on, and back to the video games that like. I would record about an hour of an episode, and typically in the editing process, I would cut down about 40 minutes of that to the 20 minutes that actually mattered. Why do I do that? Because nobody wants to sit through an hour of me rambling. <laughs> I very easily repeat myself. Uh, you might notice that in the podcast a lot of the time. Um, a lot of people could really benefit from cutting down their content and move away from 30-minute bad videos to 15-minute banger videos. A lot of people could benefit from, you know, 10 minutes of bad awfulness to maybe two or three minutes of like the really good stuff. Show the highlights. Show the best parts of your let's play. Show the best parts of your recording. Save your key points in your video essay. And any of the rambling, any of the nonsense, any of the repeated points, cut it out. Not everybody needs to see it. You're not as important as you think you are. Uh, think a lot about the people watching this type of stuff and cut down on unnecessary filler. Make your video shorter if you have to. I don't care. I know people are trying to extend to 10 minutes and that longer videos are typically better, and that's true. Uh, but some of y'all are putting out 30-minute snorefests when y'all could be putting out like 15-minute bangers. So be intentional with your length. Be intentional with your time. Be intentional on what you show. Ask yourself the question, do people really need to see this right now? And if they don't, Cut it. It's that simple. Number five, put yourself in a viewer's mindset. We think a lot of times in what we're making videos as creators, as people who are producing products but not necessarily engaging with them. And I think it would help a lot of people if you were to think in, in the mindset of a viewer and what viewers actually watch and like. Pay attention to trends. Pay attention to what people are commenting on. Pay attention to the types of topics that get people interested. Pay attention to people in your niche and what your niche is doing. Pay attention to that. Because if viewers like something in your niche, hmm, maybe I could do that topic. If there's a type of title that's working and viewers are liking that title, maybe try to implement it for yourself. Involve viewers. Ask questions. Whether it's in a Q&A series or not, it doesn't matter, right? And be genuine. Be really genuine and be thankful to the people who are watching the type of stuff. Because, because, if you were the viewer, picture how they would feel watching your own content. Would they enjoy it? Do they get mentioned? Are the types of content that you're making appealing to them? If it's not, maybe change it up a little bit. Um, thinking about how a viewer would watch things, thinking about the type of stuff you really like and what you would watch is important too. You know, would you watch your own videos? Would you? Take outside the personal element, take yourself out of it. If you were just a random creator, would you watch your own content? If the answer is no. You got to think more like a viewer. Number six, 
personality is king. This is mainly for uh, a lot of the gameplay people out there or the review people out there uh, who think that they can just make a video about specifically just gameplay or specifically uh, just reviewing content or specifically just video essays. Uh, they don't realize that a lot of what makes these types of channels popular and what keeps these people around is not the content necessarily, although it does play a big role into it, but more or less the personality is what keeps people around. You yourself have to be interesting. You yourself have to be a personality. Because let's be honest, people can get good gameplay from anywhere, from live streams, from Twitter, from highlight clips, from YouTube, from all this sort of stuff. But where can they get you from? Only one place. Your channel. Your personality. Who you are as a person. That is what makes you unique. That is your biggest strength. Your selling point. Use that personality. Use that strength. And cater to the type of stuff that really helps you and your personality and makes it shine. Right? Talk about things you want to talk about. Talk about your own personal stories. Make you seem a little bit more relatable to normal people, right? Like, don't be quiet. Don't say nothing. Crack jokes. Be interesting, you know? And I know some people are shy and, and they take a lot of time, but but trust me, when a lot of people watch a lot of big YouTubers, the, the unifying theme in a lot of them is that their personality is what keeps people coming back. People come back to PewDiePie not for the editing, not for the games, not for the topics, not for the memes, but to watch PewDiePie himself. And I'd like to think, hopefully, that the people who, who listen to Aiden on Anchor and Blue Cash Productions come back for me and not just the type of stuff I want to talk about because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to build a personal brand. I'm trying to be a creator, an identity, and I hope that it, you know if I would move on from YouTube and if I would do anything else, people would follow me because they care more about my personality than the platform and the content that it's on. It's more of a long-term strategy type of thing. All right, number seven, animation. And I put this in caps because animating things is typically a very hard thing to do. And it can be very difficult. But man, when you see good animation in a video, uh, you know some shit's up. Like, you know this guy probably is, is, is a guy that like works really hard on the type of content he makes. And animation can mean a lot of things in this context. I'm not talking about like story time animators or like fully animated videos. I'm talking about the little bits of animation that make your video pop. Uh, your lower thirds, right? Uh, the idea like you'll be talking and then a little animated lower third comes at the bottom and tells you who you are or what your social media is. Um, the animation that plays in between transitions, how you make a narrative and transition from one point to another, typically animation is very helpful in that. Uh, graphics, using things like words and placing them and moving them in such a way that they are more visually engaging. I know animation seems like it's a tough thing to do, and it's a really tough thing to learn, uh, but take the time to figure out like how keyframes work, how you can use just even basic movements, basic movements, I'm not talking about anything complicated here, how just using basic movements when you're introducing things like text or lower thirds or graphics or transitioning scenes can be so hugely important into making yourself stand out a lot from the crowd who don't want to learn any of that sort of stuff. Uh, you can really stand out and kind of be special in the field. Number eight, get a schedule, baby. <laughs> I don't know why I put baby in that, but that's that's wonderful. Uh, but yeah, consistency, right? Like 
Uh, you can produce the best content in the world, but if you're not consistent, people are going to move on and find someone else. Get yourself a schedule. And I don't care what type of schedule it is, whether it's weekly, monthly, daily, whatever. You got to have yourself a schedule. You got to have yourself a little bit of consistency. I'm still working on this. I'm awful at this. I post so infrequently like it's not even funny like people people just like oh Aiden finally posted a video that's wild but if I was more consistent if I did have a schedule together if I continue to make the type of content I did more frequently a lot of newer people I'd imagine would actually stick around and be interested in the type of stuff that I made um it's just a huge power move it builds a level of trust in your community into new people who come to watch your channel into knowing that this guy cares about what he's doing and he's going to stick to doing once a week and I can expect it once a week. And as soon as you start building that behavior, that habit of people watching your videos all the time and you've built that little bit of consistency, um, all it takes is a couple of times. And uh, once you once you hook somebody in like that, it's very hard um, for them to break that habit a lot of the time. And I know this is true because I watch a lot of the same creators I watched three or four or five years ago because I watched their stuff I waited for their videos to come out weekly. I watched them every week and eventually the habit stuck and I'm still doing it in 2020. <laughs> so I'm trying to implement that myself and trying to figure out the best way to balance the work and the type of videos I want to make, but also making sure they're consistent at the same time. All right. Number nine, invest in yourself. People do not spend money on their YouTube stuff. And if they do, they, they, they focus on equipment and bigger cameras and bigger microphones and all that sort of stuff. Uh, when I say invest in yourself, what I really mean here is don't buy a bunch of equipment, but buy little things that'll help you along the way. Uh, buy time, for example. Buy help. That's a great one. And if you're not good at a specific skill, investing in yourself, investing in the learning and the courses required to do that is, is a huge thing is a huge, huge, huge thing to success. If you can't make a channel banner, make the investment, invest in that. Or maybe invest in the class that it would take you to learn that sort of stuff. Invest in yourself all the time. Make yourself better each and every day. And finally, number 10, the last of the list of 10 things that will improve your YouTube videos today, never stop learning. Never stop. Always be improving. Always be thinking of ways to improve your content, whether that's from learning your editing software, learning how your microphone works, learning how your camera works, learning how to write, learning how to write complicated scripts, learning humor, learning comedy, learning about the people in your niche, learning about building a community, and then learning about those people in your community, you know, <laughs> conversation all that sort of stuff, learning how to interview, learning how to talk. Uh, it, it may seem like YouTube is this hard place, and, and trust me, it is, but like at the end of the day, you can learn how to do anything on the platform that you set your mind to. If you have the, the passion and willingness to make great YouTube stuff, uh, you could figure out how to do everything on the platform of YouTube, and you could learn that sort of stuff and improve as you go, as you go along. Uh, and hopefully that means that by the time you've been making videos for a year, you'll notice a significant improvement. The thing that I worry about the most about YouTube, for me specifically, is, is the worry of stagnation. 
is the worry that I'm not improving myself enough, is the worry that I'm not trying new things, whether it comes to my thumbnails, my graphic design, uh, my presentation style, all that sort of stuff. I'm constantly looking to change it up all the freaking time. And not every time will it work. Uh, experimentation can be kind of risky. You know, not everything's going to be a success that you try out, but just because you fail at trying something doesn't mean you shouldn't try it again. Try, 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 try again until you find something that really works and then refine that over and over and over and over and over again. Never stop learning. And this is not just a haha YouTube lesson. This is also like a life lesson. Learning is what makes life exciting. Figuring out about things, going down tangents and rabbit holes, whether it's about physics or late night talk show hosts or something that you're interested in. Follow your passions. If your mind is curious, let that curiosity take you to places you never thought you'd go. Learning is huge. When you leave high school and you leave college and you think, oh, I'm done learning now, you're not. It only just begins. And and, it, and you can really tell the, the people who have to continue to learn, to continue to adapt, to continue to evolve are the people that are like running the world <laughs> and running YouTube as well. Um, it's just, it's just a, a great lesson in general, but I think it also applies to YouTube as a whole. But yeah, those are the 10 things that in my opinion will improve your YouTube videos today. Let me go over the list one more time. Number one, batch record. Number two, pay attention to you and your environment. Number three, visual interest. Number four, cut more crap. Number five, put yourself in a viewer's mindset. Number six, personality is king. Number seven, animation, just anything animated. Number eight, get a schedule, baby. Consistency, basically. Number nine, invest in yourself. And number 10, never stop learning. That's probably the most important one out of the list, honestly. And I probably shouldn't have saved it to the end. But you know what? Who cares? What are you going to do? Those, in my opinion, are the 10 things that will help you improve your YouTube videos today. If you agree or disagree with me, let me know somewhere on the internet. I got a lot of projects linked in the description below. And if you enjoy these types of top 10s for 8 on Anchor, I might do more later. Who knows? But that'll do it for today's episode. If you want to support the podcast, you can. You can donate to me on Anchor or on Patreon. Either or works. Uh, shout out to Carrie Knight and Jay who have graciously donated uh, on those platforms as well. They're the best that keep this podcast running. They're the boys. And I really do appreciate the boys. Appreciate your boys. That's number 11. Be kind to people. You know, kind kindness never goes out of style. Kindness is a, is a forever um, epic thing you can be doing all the time. But uh, yeah, that'll do it. I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions and I'm signing off. Bye-bye.